What up, what up, what up, man? What up with you? We back, we back. Man, it's been too long. It's probably been, what, a month and a half? <laughs> yeah, it's before what we before we went on vacation. It was so during it was, the first round of the playoffs. Dang, so that probably was like the end of April, man. Regardless, it's been a couple months. It's been a while. If y'all back listening, we appreciate it. Sorry it's been so long. We gonna be, we've been moving around, going to Florida, going to different islands, stuff like that, good time. But we back now. Playoffs have all been ran through. We already know the Raptors brought home the ship after the Golden State got beat up. So now it's off-season. Things been going crazy. We got big names going everywhere. We got people re-signing. We got people going new places. We got one big name, Kawhi, still not signed yet. So really, this episode, the season behind us, we're just going to look at what's happening right now in free agency. We're going to be ha- – we're going to look what we think is going to happen once the season starts back up. And when when is the season start? October-ish? That's when it starts back up? Yeah. October, yeah, late, late October, um, always. Late so about, October. so about three, four months from now. <clears throat> All right, so let's go ahead and kick it off. So, I mean, there's been so many since free agency opened up. Um, I, I believe it was six p.m. June thirtieth. Uh, craziness, craziness ensued. Uh, I mean, I'm just gonna say the biggest surprise to me because we can go down the line and we can talk about the the biggest things here. The biggest surprise to me was Al Horford signing to the Sixers. Didn't see that coming, leaving Boston, going to the Sixers. I thought it was a great move by the Sixers. Um, yeah, what, that was what, a weird one. What, that was weird because there wasn't really much speculation. What was the, what was the, what was the one move besides that one uh, that, that kind of caught you off guard? That you're like, whoa, I didn't see that coming. Hmm. Mm, I don't know because this offseason, I was expecting a lot of people to just move around. And, and, and most of the people that was moving around uh, – I expected them to find new locations. I don't know. I didn't know where, but like uh, recently today, it went to the uh, Wizards mm-hmm. on his one year deal. I saw that. Yeah, a few, that's th- a few things I, happened today. I, I thought he, but then again, I thought about it. And Denver's so guard deep and like just guard heavy. And of course, they had a great last year. Uh, made to the second round of the playoffs uh, last year without him even playing. To be honest. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's like – and he hasn't proved he's his old self yet. So, it's not like they were like, yo, we need IT back. It's like, we're, we're good, bro. And they just extended uh, Murray, their starting point guard. So, it's like, <laughs> we'll catch you later. But so, I so I, uh, I, do, I, I didn't expect him to go to D.C., but he's from Washington. So, you know, that's good for him. But uh, I wasn't really thinking him going there. But then again, Wall has been hurt. He didn't play this season. So him coming back, I don't know how that's gonna work. It might be their backup, whatever, unless they move Wall, which would be hard with his contract. But I don't know. The it one was one that surprised me. Yeah, I mean it's good to see that he gets another shot because we knew where he came from, but he used to be uh, another move that that happened today that I like. And these are just moves. I mean, now again, all the big name free agents besides Kawhi Leonard, who's still deciding amongst three teams, besides the Marcus Cousins, besides Danny Green. This, these are just guys, just good role-player guys, guys that probably won't start for you guys that may be a six-man but will most likely come off the bench. One that I like, uh, I don't know if you heard about two hours ago, Jeff Green, one-year deal with the Jazz. Jazz. I think that was great yeah. because the Jazz are – man, the Jazz looking like they could be a problem next year. They, and, the and they recently – and today they just got Moutier also. They got Emmanuel Moody over there. Uh, so so they're, look, they're, looking, they're looking pretty good. Um, Jared Dudley, a nasty deal with L.A. Um, <laughs> 
But I honestly don't know what that signing was for. For I saw, I, that. I didn't either. I didn't either. I was like, what? Why? I, I I wasn't sure why. I guess he was cheap. Yeah, I no. Well, yeah, it's a one. It's a one year deal for two two something two million. Yeah, 2. So it's 6. like. But still, I was confused. I was like, "Why?" <laughs> yeah, I'm. I wasn't really sure about that. I mean, Willie Cauley Stein, good pickup for the Warriors. I, yeah. I haven't. I didn't see the and, money. And, that, and that's telling me Boogie's probably going somewhere else. They're not keeping Boogie. Yeah, yeah, I, I can I can see that. Um, but uh, but besides that, uh, we can we can gloss over some of the some of the big name signings. Oh, so, I mean the. the Oh wait, one more, one more that took me by surprise, Jimmy. I didn't see him going to the Heat. Oh, oh, okay. So they, so they were talking about that. There was some speculation at the very, very beginning of free agency about that, and then it died down for a long time. Well, I thought it was a joke because him and D Way were going back and forth and joking, and they even said that. Uh, I think last year when he was on the Timberwolves, like he would like to go to Miami. He's a big D Way guy, and I, I thought it was just like, yo, he's just joking because Jimmy's like one of those like. He wants a championship type guy, so I didn't. Ex- and then when I finally saw it was real, I was like, "Well, you're not gonna win one in Miami, but if that's where you want to be. That's where you want to be." So, well, well, that's, and that's true. But I'm sure he's he's looking at that money too. Um, so I mean, let, let's just look at the big signings. I mean, the the, the blockbuster signings of free agency, of course, Kyrie and KD to Brooklyn. How do you feel about that? How do you feel? I'm going to ask you this first. How do you feel about the Knicks being the Knicks for the 40th year in a row? Uh, the not Knicks are not a joke getting to a marquee free, free agent. The, they thought – I mean, I was totally – I, I disagree with Stephen A a lot. I'd say about 50-50. But him saying why would you come out and, and say that you paid Julius Randle all this money – just a couple of hours, maybe an hour after y'all found out that y'all lost KD. I'm like, man, y'all look bad right now. Like, and the oh, worst man. part is it kept going. It went from now these aren't bad players, but they aren't Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving or Kimba or Jimmy Butler or anybody else that they had in pictures uh, in and they, jerseys all season. And they are smart for it. They are smart for signing all these guys to two year deals. Because next year there's not going to be a lot of free agents, so keep these guys two years. Yeah, I mean they're solid. They're solid NBA players, but they aren't the guys that we thought. I mean, guys like Randall, Taj Gibson, Bobby Portis, uh, Wayne Ellington, Alfred Payton. Like these are all solid players. Reggie Bullock. These are all solid players. Well, I put Julius Randall above the rest of those guys. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, he he is. And Bobby Portis. I think Bobby Portis. I really like his game. I uh, saw him at Arkansas. And what he did on the Bulls the past two, uh, well, he went to Washington last year, but the year before that in Chicago, uh, coming from Arkansas, he he's really he's a solid uh, forward. He can play very well. I want to see what he does now that he has the opportunity. I think he'll probably start over Gibson, uh, him and Randall down low with Barrett on the wing, Kevin Knox, Alonzo uh, Trier. Uh, oh, they got uh, my boy, my point guard, uh, Dennis Smith. So that'll be interesting to watch. All right, so I'll just say this: Knicks, Knicks won seventeen games last year. How many games do they win next year? Twenty-eight, thirty. Think so? They, they, their roster is much better than it was last year. Much better. That's true. Because I, I, I think probably, they could win thirty-five, 35 games. They, if you look at their like, All everybody's right, saying like, oh, just because they didn't get Curry, Curry, I understand that. But if you look at their roster, it's significantly. Better than what it was last year. Draw thirty-five so, games. 
That's uh, yeah, I would go now. to twenty-eight to thirty, and then uh, and then I'll give them five of like it was a close game and somebody hit a big shot down the stretch. I'll give them those five type games. So I'm I'm giving them I'm giving them twenty-four max. I'm giving them after they win twenty-four games max. Um, but no, I, I mean some some other some other big signings. Um, so oh well, well the Nets. So how you feel about K? I mean, of course, KD will be out most likely for the entirety of next season. Uh, but regardless, let's look down the line two years from now. What do you expect for the Nets? Do, do you look at the Nets and think they need to win a championship, one championship before it's all, all said and done? Uh, yeah. I mean, with that talent, with those two, I because personally, I think those are that's the best. Like, if you want a bucket, that's the best duo. That's the best bucket duo in the league. So I would expect them to compete for a championship once KD's healthy, but signing those two, I mean, that's a what, when healthy, he's the number two small forward in the league. Uh, greatest scorer of all time, in my opinion, Kyrie, a top three point guard in the league. You can put him at two or three, whichever one. So, and a clutch guy at that. He can do everything. So, I mean, like, <laughs> great signings for them. Uh, so, I mean, it's just KD getting healthy. That's all that, that they got to worry about, to be honest. How do you – okay, another big acquisition that, no, that not a lot of people saw right behind Jimmy Butler and Al Horford was D'Lo to the Golden State. Now, some people are speculating that that's just a temporary thing and that he's going to get traded sometime down the line. And, of mm-hmm. course, some people think that he's an actual part of the Warriors' future. What do you feel? How do you feel about that? I feel like – I was thinking maybe they might use him as trade bait, but I, I feel like – I feel like D'Lo, he he proved last year he's an All Star. Uh, he can he he he's a great player, and he's only twenty three. So I feel like with guys like Steph and Clay and Draymond going into their thirties, things like that, do what the Spurs did. I saw this earlier. I forgot where I saw it earlier, but do what the Spurs did. Let these guys go into their thirties and, and have somebody who's young, like the Spurs when they had Kawhi, and just you know bring him up and let him be that next piece. And when those guys transition you know, out, you still have a guy, and then you can keep building. So, like, it's not like the Warriors just, like, aren't they're, – they're still a playoff team. They're not going to win the championship, of course. But now they've they, – I mean, they lost the all-time great and got an all-star. It's not like they lost the all-time great and didn't get nothing like it looked like it was going to be or just got a scrub out of nowhere. They've got an all-star to, you know, make up for that all-time great. So, I, they're going to be a solid playoff team, probably second round, you know head out, but, you know, other than that, I think they should keep D'Lo, unless they get something to where they can get two two guys out of the deal and add depth, but other than that, keep D'Lo and just, you know, build upon that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of depth, the team that, I know we just got done talking about them, but L.A., adding Andre Iguodala. No, they um, haven't added him yet. He's, he hasn't. Joe, he's about to sign with the Lakers. No, uh, he, he's not, he didn't. He's, it's not even official. Like nothing's drought, even working. Drought, drought. He's not going to Memphis. Anyway, <laughs> but but we haven't even started nothing. Like talk, like we ain't even start yet. You're crying, aren't you? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Anyways, Joe's a Memphis fan. I don't know why, but Andre Iguodala's about to get a buyout from Memphis, and they sign with the Lakers. Everyone knows it. Oh, uh, Lakers got Jared Dudley, who's ah, I mean, he's a body. Um. <laughs> So I mean they're adding depth, man. The Lakers if they can if they can add a Kawhi. Now the Lakers claim that they're a front runner 
everyone claims they're a front runner, so how much credibility can you really give them in that situation? But I mean, what how is that looking? So we're we're talking about a lineup with LeBron, Rondo, Kuzma, A D and Kawhi with Iggy being the sixth man and Jared Dudley being the ninth man. I mean what that's disgusting. <laughs> I mean that that that's nasty. That last one was nasty. But uh, I mean I think Kuzma it, would I, I mean, be the sixth man in that lineup. Because why would you if you if you if they do get Kawhi, why would you have LeBron, Kawhi, and AD in the starting lineup and have Kuzma out there, have him come off the bench and then be that main guy for that second group? That that would be my opinion to do. But. And true, but the thing is with these guys is you don't know what you have until 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 you, until you see it. So a lot what a lot of these guys you can't. You can't have them because basketball is all mental. So when you say that, I think it sounds great. It's like, look, you have all this talent. You have these guys that can make shots and need space to operate when they're on the floor. So why put Kuzma on there to begin with? However, that may do something to Kuzma's ego. Not only his ego, but that may do something to his game. That may throw off his mental come off the bench. Yeah, he, He's been basically the, either the best or the second best player on the Lakers since he's come into the league. Who knows what that's going to do. Um, but I think on paper that sounds good, though. That does sound good to him coming off the bench. So, so let me ask you this, because I actually haven't given it much thought. So while you're talking, I'm gonna think about it. If what is one team? Now we know that the Warriors signed Willie Cauley Stein, so he's probably not going back to Golden State. If there was one team that you could place Boogie on, what team would that be? It'd probably be the Lakers. If, if I mean. Of course, he's not going to get big money like he was going to get before the injury. But it's like, I mean, that's still an all-star level guy. He averaged, what, 16 and 8 this past season being hurt and and still not, I don't think, his 100% self. So averaging 16 and 8, not 100% healthy. And with this whole summer, you know, he's motivated because, you know, I believe they would have won the finals if everybody was healthy and wasn't getting killed every game. But, okay. Uh, so it's like he's motivated and ready to play. I feel like they just say, "Hey, Boogie, come here for some small money again. Improve your worth well, that if, big money like you were two years ago, and then pick him up." If if not the Lakers, um, it'd be hard because I, I heard Woj say earlier that there's no true market for him. Right? Like, there's nobody that's sitting there like that you can see because everybody's getting picked up. Boogie hasn't even been picked up yet, and it's been so. So, so what? So I'm reading it right now. So he did say there's not a market for him. Um. So, but what, when he expanded on that, he was saying there was no market that he Boogie thought he was going to get at least a one year, twelve to eighteen million, and teams are saying anybody will sign Boogie for the veterans minimum. Like, don't get me wrong on don't get him wrong on that. But the market that he thought he was in, there's no market for him for that. No mid level market for him. Yeah. Um. Me, I look at Boogie, and I think a perfect – if I could put him in any place, I think the perfect place would be Boston because they just lost Al Horford. They just that, signed Bo- Cantor, though. Oh, they well, they did sign Cantor, but, I mean, Cantor is not he's, – he's not your foundation in, in the front court. So, you, so I, I say sign Boogie. Um, if you can – hopefully you can get him. You're going to get him for the low if no other team bids on him. Uh and I mean, because it's looking like—I mean, correct me if I'm wrong—it's looking like Philly's the front runner in the East. Yeah, I mean, they're—they're—I they're, they're, I think if you 
even if you argue that, you can't argue the fact that they have the best starting five in the East. I don't, you, yeah, you know, I don't Philly, like I have them in the finals next year, and the West got to fight it out because I feel like the Bucks dropped off because they lost Brogdon. And, I mean, they got Middleton back. They just got Wesley Matthews. I got to see what he's looking like this season. A great shooter, but he's not been himself the past couple of years. But I think the Bucks dropped off. I think Toronto's losing Kawhi to the, either the Clippers or the Lakers. So they're not going to be that – Kyle Lowry, I'm sorry, he's not going to do it. Uh, well, well, well. let's go – okay, so let's go down – let's go down each team. I have the teams up. So, of course, like you said, the Bucks are the Bucks. They're going to – you know, they still have Giannis. They have the MVP. They're going to okay, be the they, well, well, no, let's go down the, let's go down, I'm going, let's go down the East. Let's go down the East. So the Bucks are going to do their thing. The Raptors, they're going to decline a little bit, but I don't think they're scrubs though, because they, they still have a quality route. Marcus Gasol still signed back. Kyle Lowry's not a scrub. They still got uh, Pascal Siakam. And I believe somebody got hurt for the Raptors, if I can remember correctly. OG, before. OG's coming back. Okay, all right, exactly. You look at the Sixers, great. I mean, we know we already spoke about them, their best roster. Look at the Celtics. I mean, uh, some people would say the Celtics upgraded before they lost Horford. You kind of, I mean, they're still in this. Some people saying they're still in the same spot. They're a good team. They got two All Stars, um, or they got one All Star and Jason Tatum looked promising. Um, you got the Pacers. Pacers really made that jump. Victor Oladipo is coming back. They got Michael Brogdon, good solid point guard. Um, they got a, f- a few other key signings too, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but and then you look at the Nets. I mean, of course, even without KD, the Nets are a good team. Look at the Magic. Uh, they made the they made the seventh seed in the playoffs last year, and they basically have the same team but added Aminu, so they shouldn't be too bad. The Pistons. Uh, Pistons added Derrick Rose. Yeah. So and they I mean, they made the playoffs, but they did make the playoffs. And Blake, but Griffin, Blake Griffin, was Griffin was on one leg, literally. So. The the Horn the Hornets probably aren't going to be that good. The Hornets won thirty nine games. Who knows how much Kemba Lee was going to hurt them? I know they picked up Terry Rozier. We're going to see how. I, I mean, I, aren't you kind of excited to see what Terry Rozier? Can, it's basically his team. Yeah. Who's on, like you know what I mean? Like, I want to I want to see what a backcourt of him and guy because I did, I don't think Lamb signed back. I don't think Lamb is no. Back. He didn't. Uh, I forgot. You know, let me look up. I I remember seeing who he signed with, but. I, Forgot who he signed with, but the, but going down the line, look at the Heat. I mean, he added Jimmy Butler, and then they added two good. Where they add uh, who they get for um, Whiteside? I think they got Miles Leonard, I believe. Yeah, they got Le- they got Leonard and uh, ah, I forgot who else he got in that deal. Let me see. Okay, so by the way, Jeremy Lamb signed Mo Harkless, uh, Mo Harkless, but Harkless is oh, going to the Clippers. He's not going to stay yeah. in Miami. Jeremy Lamb uh, signed with the Milwaukee. Yeah, so oh that oh that's that's a pretty good pickup for Milwaukee then. But uh, I didn't I forgot about that one. Then yeah, so that that core of uh, Rozier, Malik Monk, and those young guys they'll they'll be you know an all right team, but they're not going to do anything. But just keep going down the line. Wizards, John Wall's coming back. They add a little bit of depth to it. He, we're still kind of seeing maybe can he come back to his old ways. The Hawks, the Hawks. They got a pretty decent lineup. I mean, they got Trey Young. Who they get? Who did they draft? They drafted something notable. They drafted a lot of people. They drafted a lot. Cam of Reddish. Um, and then and then I will after the Hawks. You got the Bulls. The Bulls have been extremely quiet. The Cavs have been extremely quiet. And then I hate to say their name, but the Knicks. 
Well, the Cavs, they drafted two guards, which was interesting because they already got Young Bull. They drafted uh, Kevin Porter and uh, my boy out of Vanderbilt. Uh, I, for- I forgot his name already. But, uh, yeah, they – I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be real interesting. Darius Garland, that's who they drafted. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, two two good young promising players. So I say that to say the East is now better. I remember we were talking three years ago, especially when Braun was in the East, how weak, how, weak, how weak the East looked. And you can't say that anymore because I just named besides the Knicks and besides the Knicks, Cavs, and Bulls, you that twelve teams look like they can fight for a spot in the in the playoffs. Um, so I, the East is back. I I mean the West been strong. They didn't get any weaker. Yeah. So so I mean the and 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 we're all we're and of course we can't go this podcast without speaking on. I'm gonna give you the floor. Speaking on the Pelicans, all their new additions from LA. Of course, their draft pick Zion. What what are they gonna look like next year? What are they gonna look like? Are they making the playoffs? Sorry, they're gonna be fun to watch. Are they making the playoffs? If they add some more pieces on that bench, I think they could sneak into an eight spot. Everything's so wide open, and I mean, well, not wide open because if Kawhi goes to the Lakers, they'll be my favorite next to Philly. Even though I think Philly's deeper because LA has thrown all their money at three guys. It's I mean they're signing guys like Dudley, but. <laughs> It'll be the Lakers and Philly that are my top two, but it's much more open than it's been the past couple of years. So I can see the Pelicans with that roster. It's a complete five, if I'm thinking about it. And if they add some more depth, or and of course during the season, there's going to be trades, injuries all over the place. So you, so I think if things go their way in particular places, they can sneak into an eight spot. Especially if Zion Zion is what I think he can possibly be. Then yeah, I think they can sneak into an eight spot. Okay, all right. That that's a bold that's a bold prediction. Because let's take a look at let's let's go down the West teams just like we went down the East teams. And I mean, I don't know that especially with the young core, that's going to be pretty tough for them. So we, I mean, of course, the Warriors. The Warriors have have declined, but they're not. You know, they're still the Warriors. They still have multiple All Stars. Um, Look at the Nuggets. I'm curious. You know, I don't. The Nuggets aren't going to be the Nuggets of last year. I don't believe that. Not saying they're going to be scrubs, but still a threat. I don't know how you feel about the yeah. Nuggets. They'll just be to me. The Nuggets would be probably a fourth, third seed again, and just uh, just make everybody come to play every night. I don't think they're going to be a title team or scare anybody, but people are going to be like, we got to play against them because they can hurt us. They. The, the Nuggets are that team to me in the West where if you sleep on them in a the seven-game series, they they might just kill you. Murray, Joe, Jokic, Gary Harris, those guys, they might kill you uh, if you play, come playing around. So I wouldn't sleep on them, but I, they're not my guys to be like, oh, no, they they could go all the way. But I wouldn't sleep on them. Okay, all right. Um, Jazz is going to be a good team. Rock That's a team people are not talking about enough. They keep they've been adding depth, it seems like every day. And if Mitchell and usually how it goes, the rookie year, okay, oh, that's the rookie. Nobody knew about him while oh, he's doing his thing. 
sophomore year, it's like, oh, he's still good, but it's like he's not the rookie. Third year, and I, I've been seeing Don Mitchell uh, work out this summer. If he comes to, if he makes like an All Star team next year, if he's an All Star next year, the Jazz are going to be a problem. And if they, and that's a team where they could be like the uh, Nuggets this year, and everybody like, whoa, and they make you know third, second seed, and scare people because they're adding depth and and they're getting better. I mean, they kept running into Houston. And, and things like that, but they were giving people fits even without the depth that they have now. So, I I'm looking at the Jazz like if if uh, Conley is healthy and plays the whole season, uh, Gobert is still himself defensively, and he you know ups his offense just a little bit. Uh, Ingles shoots like he knows how to shoot, and Mitchell becomes an All Star. The Jazz are gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree. They man, their GM. If the Jazz can, if the Jazz can make some noise, I, if the Jazz can get any any better than their than the fifth seed, which is tough because the I mean the the West got stronger, um, especially seeing after we see where if 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 Kawhi possibly goes to the Clippers, which is a possibility, the West is going to get real stronger. Um, but yeah, no, if 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 Jazz can move up at all from the fifth seed they made last year. I don't see how their GM doesn't win GM of the of, or or I guess it's executive of the year. Yeah, I mean this is still the same Jazz. They they made it to the second round two years ago with a rookie leading them. Uh, sophomore year they ran into the Rockets this season, lost in the first. But still, I mean, it's still a playoff team. And now that they're even better, you know, they've made it to the second and first round, so they could be scary going going forward. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Um, yeah, I mean, Clippers, we're going to see if they can get Kawhi or not. Um, Kings. Kings, They. I mean, they just had a they, – they looked good last year. They they're competitive. The they might – they're they're with the the Pelicans with me. They're, they can sneak into that eighth spot, maybe seventh, barring, you know, other people's get injuries and things like that, suspensions come into play. When, all, when you think about, like, real life – because I, I think when people do their, like, predictions on stuff – they don't add in things that happen. They just go off of, oh, so-and-so's going here. That's who's winning. Well, uh, well, I factor in injuries, so I say injuries, trades, suspensions, uh, anything. You well, know. it's also so, tough. It's tough to call that stuff, though. Yeah, you know that's what I'm happen, saying. So I factor in those know, things. So, you know what's going to happen, but you don't, you don't know the who and to Yeah, to who or long. where. So I, I can't give a for sure. So I say, you know, with injuries, trades, all this different stuff, Teams getting better, weaker, whatever. I feel like they can – them and the Pelicans are those teams. It's like they get into the eighth seed and make people just respect them. You know, they're not going to do anything, but it's like, oh, that's a solid young team right there. Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's definitely been a crazy – it's been a crazy offseason. We can appreciate it, though, because, unfortunately, some of the key players in the NBA are hurt right now. But, I mean, I feel like – the, the balance of power. I mean, it's 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 spread out more. Um, I think we all want to see Le- because we all love the story of LeBron. Most of us, if you're a hoop fan, you like the story of LeBron. So you want LeBron to get another ring, but it would be so much sweeter if he could win that ring without Kawhi because the league would be so much more competitive. I think yeah. we can agree on that. So, I mean, so we'll see what happens with Kawhi. He should make his decision in the next forty eight hours, forty eight yeah, hours. Yeah, within, within the next couple of days. But um, but yeah, I mean, it's just been crazy. I appreciate it though. It's like I truly because I'm an NFL fan more than I'm an NBA fan. But that gap has been in, 
increasing more and more and more every offseason because I'm like, Golden State's going to win. Golden State's going to win. Golden State's going to win. Well, they're broken up now. Not totally, but for the most part, they're broken up because they lost their best player. Uh, balance has been restored, and so it's interesting. I'm I'm back on it. My magic still – my magic don't look miserable, so I'm, I'm back on it. Um, let, let's go into next season. So, next season, too early prediction. Who do you see playing – Who's playing in the finals next season and who's winning? I, quick is it? Kawhi's not even signed yet, and you got to make that decision. Philly and you—you you said Kawhi is what? Kawhi is not. Kawhi is is just not relevant. Kawhi is oh, just disappeared. Oh, then if he's not relevant, because uh... we can only take it for what it is, and he hasn't signed. Okay, yet, so. so he hasn't signed. Philly, oh, that's hard. That's hard. I, I got Philly, period. Philly, period, in the East and the West. I'm going to go with three teams that can interchange, depending on what happens. The Lakers, the Blazers, or the Jazz. Ooh, okay. Interesting. You know, we haven't spoken about the Blazers. I mean, of course they. We, no, they well, yeah, that's that's my thing. Nobody. Sw- they just made a Western Conference Finals. I mean, granted, they got swept, which I expected. But well, no, I expected them at least one one game. I expected more out of Dame and CJ. But this is really well, the season where Dame Hassan, just got big money. Dame just got big money the other day. A huge contract. Uh, and it's not spoken about, but I'm just gonna add in, even though he has faced injury and has been on a underwhelming Heat team. Hassan Whiteside is still one of the best defensive players in the NBA. Yeah. So, with that pickup, and I, I imagine they're making more moves. I know they've made a couple other trades. They they got Nazir Little from uh, Carolina. I like him. I like that draft pickup a lot. Uh, they're going to integrate him with them moving some guys and guys leaving a free agency. Uh, so, yeah. I want to see what they look like. They made the Western Conference Finals. I never expect them to win against the Warriors ever. Clay and Steph just have CJ and uh, Dame's number, but other than that, I don't think they'll have to run into them because I don't think Clay's going to be healthy. So I I put the Blazers in that category now that it's much more even out here. So yeah, Blazers, Jazz, Lakers, and of course we don't know what Kawhi's doing. So yeah, yeah it's okay, all right, okay. So you said Lakers, Blazers, and, and Jazz. Yeah. So you don't so. There, so nothing is telling you the Warriors can make that run again. Well, Clay won't be healthy till at least. Well, Clay okay, so the, yeah, yeah, you're right. So the report just came out that said Clay's going to be out. He just came out of surgery. He's going to be out for five to seven months. Yeah, he's not, and it would be smart for them to probably not even let let him play. I think Steph's going to win the MVP next season by an easy margin. By an easy margin, no KD, no Clay. And Draymond, Draymond looks like he's in shape, like in shape. With Draymond moving the ball, him and Draymond pick and roll, I think Steph going to average at least 32 to 35 and go crazy next season. 32 when his to third 35? MVP. And that can be, huh? I said 32 to 35. You're talking big yeah. money right now. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, he's averaged 30 before, and that's with everybody. And he averaged 28 this season with everybody. So, I mean, he's always going to be in that realm, but – Everybody's kind of – he hasn't won an MVP since KD came. KD's gone. 
Clay's hurt. They've got a new team. I feel like he's motivated. Uh, it's been a while since he's lost the finals. Everybody's talking about, oh, what happened to Golden State? I think Steph's going to come out and he's going to kill everybody next season. Uh, so, yeah. That's, so But I feel like Golden State's not going to make a run at the championship. Neither is Houston. I, Houston hasn't made any moves. They just signed Austin Rivers for two more years. I'm not hearing about Houston. <laughs> About nothing. Like I don't want well, to hear anything. And Chris Paul, I don't even think he want to be there. So I think I think that may be a trade come uh, February, January yeah, around that time frame when I, it starts. They should. Pushy. They should. However, nobody's gonna gonna want to pick up that old dude's contract. Yeah. Nobody's gonna want to pick it up. It, it might be one of those Jr. situations where it's like, don't show up. Don't got to play then. So it's like bye, and just wait for somebody else to pick you up, and you're just not going to play. But I don't think they're going to do that. But I don't think it's going to be a good Rockets team next season that's going to be, like, competing for anything. They'll be in the playoffs, of course, but we know what happens when they get there. Uh, Yeah, so I don't have the Rockets in any type of running for anything. So, so me, the only – so I'm pretty confident about this. If Kawhi goes to L.A., then, of course, I have L.A. going to the finals playing Philly. If Kawhi does not go – or L.A. Lakers. If Kawhi does not go to the Lakers and he goes anywhere else, I don't even care if he goes back to Toronto. If Kawhi does not go to the Lakers, then it's Blazers and Philly. And I have the Blazers taking it. But – did you say who you had taking it? You didn't, you didn't say who – oh, I because you had, like, three different teams making it. Do you see Philly beating any of those teams that you had going for, out of the uh, Possibly, yeah. If Embiid is healthy, if Embiid is healthy and Simmons attempts to shoot the ball, yeah. See, that's why I don't – see, that that right there, that's why I don't think that that the Lakers can get there without Kawhi because I don't believe in AD's health. I believe he's a great player, and at his best, he's a top five player in the league, but I don't believe in his health. I don't – I think when it, when it matters, even maybe in the playoffs, that he's going to get hurt. He's going to see limited time. Or he's going to be sitting out, and it's going to be Bron Cleveland all over again. So, and, and one more thing, and if I just read that Michael Porter Jr. is fully healthy and ready to play for the Nuggets in the summer league, if he's Ooh. if he, if he comes in and he's healthy a hundred percent, and he's a solid wing like like he was in high school. I mean, he didn't play in college until those last couple games, but he was limited due to his uh, injury, and then of course injured. And didn't play at all his rookie season last year. So if he's if he comes in and he's that wing that I saw he was because I watched him a lot in high school. If he's a solid wing, that's more depth to a team that was scary last year. So I might throw Denver in that mix if Jokic, uh, you know, slims down a little bit and is himself. And those guys come to play. I know Murray just got that big money the other day. If he's motivated, I, I'll throw Denver in that mix. I just read he's healthy now, so. That's a and they're already deep, so I feel like if he's playing too, then yeah, I'll put them in that mix. Okay, all right. Well, we're getting interesting, getting real interesting. I like all this. I like you got you got these guys, John Wall, Michael Porter. You got these guys coming back from injury that you forgot. Oh, they could hoop because you saw what happened when Kawhi came back from his injury. You know, don't don't count these guys out just because they're coming back from injury. They they can hoop, but um, I hey. It's been crazy. I can't wait for it. You got anything else for the people? No, that's pretty much it right now. We're going we're gonna to see what else happens. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all for tuning in. We're not going to take another two-month break, man. Um, 
appreciate the support and tune in next time. All right, we out.